What's up, guys? It's your girl, Adiola, also known as Miss Ready for Spooky Season, because that time is coming. What's up, everybody? It's Kyrie, and life is getting pretty hectic, but we love staying busy, I'll tell you that. We do love staying busy. So, Kyrie, I have a question for you this week. Are you upgrading to a better partner, better friends, better people once you upgrade in your life? You know what? Um, I'm definitely a person that likes to stay with, you know, stay with my day ones, like yeah. keeping with me. You know, if, they, if they're adding to my life, you know, that that close inner circle and I feel like, you know, they're helping me grow and I'm helping them grow, you know, I'll definitely, um, you know, bring them along with me, you know, to try to try to uplift them and then them uplift me, you know, what about you? No, I mean, I'm definitely somebody who stays loyal. You know, I'm not somebody who plans on switching up ever. As long as you benefit, not benefiting me, but as long as you're adding to my life in a positive way, you can stay around. And of course, new people come along the journey, but we are not letting go of the day ones. We stay true to the day ones. Sure. So let's start the show. The amount of swag is just limitless like the things that these young people can do hey what's up everybody we're coming at you live from the yard that's right with the realest illest and trillest conversations on all things hbcu culture so let's get into this campus and world news there was no other homecoming that was topping Clark Atlanta's homecoming this year. I saw that lineup and I was jealous that I didn't attend Clark. Um, they had so many amazing performers. Santana was there. I know Asian was there. I know um, Wak Flock was there. Like they had everybody they needed to have to have a homecoming that was going to pop. No, uh, they really did. It was like they had like little baby gonna. Mm -hmm. Young Thug, 21 Savage. It was just like they Neos. had everybody that was supposed to go to like all the homecomings and then it just brought them all to one. I'm just like, why? Why couldn't the love be shared? That's that's why couldn't the love be shared? Because honestly, even though ugh, listen, homecoming just did not hit at all. Um, and I will blame it on the protest that we're about to get into at Howard, but I'm also just gonna blame it in general, like. There was just nothing going on. I don't know. This was a very upsetting one. It was very last minute, too. Like, nothing was organized at all. Yeah, but I know next year for sure. For sure. Not even for sure. Better. People are going to make it. Make it happen. That's what I know. Yeah, there's no, no excuses. Let's make something shake next time. Also, Livingstone College offers a full ride to a Liberian team who found and returned over $50,000. Would you have the integrity to return $50,000 you found? It, it depends on how you found it. What it sounds like is they like found it and knew what source, you know, to give it back to. But you know, if it's just, I don't know, laying on the ground somewhere. Like how you lose $50,000? Like you obviously didn't want that $50,000. So give it to somebody who truly deserves it. I think my pockets would really benefit off of that 50000 So I'm kind of confused on how somebody just lost it now. I was, I was raised with morals. So I would consider returning it. You know, I feel like there would be something in my gut that would be like, you might want to return this. But it would be a very, it, it needs to punch me. My gut needs to tell me to return it. It can't be something slight because I would ignore it. But I mean, the benefit was nice, like a full ride to a college. Like that's, that's amazing. I mean, that's, that's one heck of an investment. 50,000 for probably 
what you know like two hundred thousand hundred thousand like that's you know what i'm i'm happy i'm happy for her I'm happy too. And on the topic of money, Michael B. Jordan and Serena Williams partner in $1 million HBCU venture capital competition. And again, I just love when I see money going back into the HBCU communities and the families because we need it. We really do. Things are just kind of messy and money can honestly solve a lot of our problems when we finally get the funds allocated in the right places for us to be able to have a good college experience. Yeah, for sure. And I think that, you know, we've seen in like the past few months, you know, just more and more money has, you know, started to flow in, you know, to HBCUs and not only, you know, just from these, um, you know, technically like these big corporations or these, um, you know, super wealthy people. It's just like, you know, black, you know, celebrities and role models, you know, helping out too, and just kind of setting the president. So, you know, I'm definitely here for it. Ready for more. And on the topic of money going back into HBCUs and just HBCUs just never really having the resources to have good quality campus life, Howard. Howard is on their second week-long protest and demands are still not being made. I mean, we were literally on the shade room yesterday. Nobody wants to be on the shade room. Nobody wants to be, but we made it there. But I'm happy to see that it's word is getting out about this and it's yeah. not okay. It really isn't. We talked about it on the last episode. Like luckily, like not luckily, but luckily people are hearing about what actually goes on because we've been hiding, like not hiding, but it's just been too quiet. You know, it's been too quiet and we need to shake it up. And we really are. Yeah. And it even sprung up, you know, stuff from other HBCUs and other problems, you know, beyond, you know, just Howard. And I feel like I know I noticed one thing I was like um, looking at, you know, Howard's Instagram posts over like the whole week of homecoming and, you know, these last two weeks. And they're all talking about, you know, all the good things, this and that. Oh, this person got, you know, appointed or this person got that. And I'm like, but y'all still have not said anything about the protests or even like I'm not even saying acknowledge like doing anything, just acknowledging it like at all. Like saying, yeah, we hear your concerns and like, you know, we're working to like no nothing, nothing. I'm like, wow. Yeah, I mean, even homecoming in itself was a distraction from the protest. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, when are we ever going to get these demands met? Because the kids, they're not letting up. We are not letting up. And it's it's nice to see that we're being really firm with our demands. If our demands are not met, we are still going to be here fighting for them. So <sighs> let's just hope that Wayne Frederick hears the demands of Howard University students and we figure something out. And another topic, Jelani Day's um, cause of death is to be drowning. So Jelani Day was the young, I think he was like a medical student in like med school um, and he had gone missing and he had came up unfortunately um, dead. And there was word that people thought that, um, I think they were like organ harvesting, like they thought that's what was happening, but the mom cleared it up like that was not the case at all. Um, but now they're saying that, um, he, you know, drowns, but I don't, I don't know if I believe that. I don't know. Something about that whole story doesn't sit right to me. Yeah. And all these, all these stories always come out and it's just like the same thing, you know, have been happening for, you know, like hundreds of years, pretty much to black people, you know, they go missing, they come up, you know, with all these crazy um, injuries, you know, and like the report finally comes out. It's some like case, like, oh, it was an accident. Mm-hmm. oh you know whoever ended up killing them you know didn't do it on purpose but it's like all these you know situations are very you know very suspicious and definitely you know deserve and often do not get yeah you know kind of further um investigation but you know i hope you know at least the family and 
you know, friends can at least be, you know, more at peace with, um, you know, them finding him. Yeah. And I know, like, he's a part of so many communities. Like, he's a Q. He is a student. He's a brother to so many people. So everybody is mourning. Like, this is not just one family. Like, this is a community of people who are mourning the loss yeah. of this, um, of Jelani Day. And it's crazy because I was watching a documentary and they were talking about ancestral trauma because Emmett Till was found. And, you know, so much was wrong with his body. Um, and we never, you know, we we know what happened to Emmett Till, but it's like, we always just find out that they're just found missing and then bam, like deceased with so many injuries to their bodies. So it's just really hard. Uh, and I'm really hoping better for my people. I really am. What are you so busy with over there? Um, getting a head start on this holiday shopping, friend. Okay, okay. I love that for you. Did I make the cut for your holiday gift this year? Why, yes, you did. I'm hooking you up with some merch from the new Cross Colors HBCU collection. And if you play your cards right, I may throw in some of their retro denim. Oh, say less. I wear a size 32 in jeans and for my jacket. Uh, uh, hold oh, up, hold up, hold up. What are you getting me, though? And looks like that's all we have time for. Let's get back to our regular scheduled program. Uh-uh, you tried it. Get a head start on your holiday shopping this year with Cross Colors. You can find them at crosscolors.com or at your local Nordstrom, Foot Locker, Foot Action, Champ, Zoomies, or Tilly's. And now getting into pop culture. Dave Chappelle and the Netflix employees. So I know there's been a lot of, um, you know, both sides, you know, saying, oh, Dave Chappelle wasn't wrong. Oh, you know, the Netflix employees are being too soft. And, you know, Adiola, what do you think about this whole, you know, kind of threshold for, you know, what is appropriate for cancel culture? Cancel culture is really crazy, right? Because we cancel people, they come back, cancel them again, come back, cancel them, come back. But like, what lesson did they actually learn within their canceling more so people just canceling them, but them still having supporters who like keep their lights on. So it's interesting to me, right? Because Dave Chappelle, is a comedian, right? right? And he doesn't really care about anybody. At the same time, we're just in this new age society where certain things just should not be said. Yeah. And so I see both sides of it, I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also have to put myself in the shoes of the people who he was, I guess, attacking, like the people he was talking about. And I would feel some type of way, I would. But I can't I can't speak for them, you know, because I'm not a part of that community. Um, it's just, it's just hard. Dave Chappelle's a walking boondocks episode. That's how I view him. A literal walking boondocks episode. Um, there's just always some mess. So I, I really don't know what to say about this. I really don't. Yeah, I definitely agree. I feel like, you know, there's kind of those two sides where it's like, yeah, he's a comedian. You know, he often says, you know, a lot of crazy stuff about really all groups of people. But like, also, you know, that kind of side is, you know, there's some lines you can't really cross. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I, I don't I don't know. Like you said, I, I really don't know what to say. You know who else was they were trying to cancel? And they almost had me messed up because you know I I'm an Easter Ray fan, Stan, all of that. But they tried to cancel Insecure's character, um, Amanda Seals, who plays Tiffany in the show, um, for wearing aka paraphernalia. I just and I know whoever's listening, it, it don't come at me, but Art imitates life. Message. And if we can't allow art to imitate life, 
then what are we doing? Now I do understand the the paraphernalia is still a logo. So maybe there could have been better protocol, like can I asking, like you know, asking to wear it, wearing it and stuff like that. But I just think she's been an AKA since season one. And they had a mug, they had she's she's been this character. We all knew this, but there was no problem until y'all saw the colors. So, but the thing that's crazy too, there was also so like if you watch season one. Amanda Seals' character, Tiffany, was wearing colors. I just, I'm, I'm confused on where the conversation was happening because Molly was drinking out of AKA mug too. So just like, where is this conversation happening at? Because y'all weren't worried about it before, but now y'all were begging for insecurities and fights to come out, begging for longer episodes, begging for Issa to, you know, bring it back as soon as possible. But now y'all start complaining. And Listen, I, y'all gonna leave my girl Issa. You gonna leave anything that deals with insecure alone. That's crazy. I didn't know that. They were, you know, obviously begging for it to come back, but then also that they didn't even really notice it before. Like, that just yeah. sounds like kind of fake fans to me getting mad. Message. You know, just now. But I feel like, I mean, it was kind of like a Black-based show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's kind of like, you know, just kind of getting, you know, the culture out. I don't know. But I definitely feel like- happy you know, to have a representation. You know, right. I think that's important, you know? And mm-hmm. maybe it's because they couldn't find somebody who was- a part of that organization to play the role, but they still wanted that to be a part of the culture of the character. So yeah. Tiffany, the t- character in Minnesota was playing, she went through the process. She went through everything that it takes to become an AKA. Amanda Seals is playing Tiffany. Tiffany is the AKA, not Amanda Seals. So I'm just like, where's where are the lines being drawn? Because I'm just yeah. confused. And I feel like maybe there could be a part where it's like, yeah, you're like, like in character per se, like for the show, but then like outside, you know, you kind of just, you know, leave that to people. And that's what she does. But y'all don't come for nobody in Grey's Anatomy for not going to med school. Y'all don't be complaining people playing Jesus. Did they die on the cross? Listen, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. You got a point. She's got a point. Exactly. But next thing, Elon Shumpert killed it on Dance with the Stars. He had an us-themed... I remember watching it, and I was like, oh, Iman, it's time to hang up the basketball shoes and put on your ballroom dancing shoes. Because he killed it. It was an us-themed performance and just eight hands down. I always love when, like, former... Not even necessarily former athletes, just, like, you know, a lot of Black... You know, Black people, like professionals, you know, just dabbling a little bit of everything and end up being, you know, super good in it, like... He was an NBA star, you know, he has his own show. Now he's on Dancing with the Stars. Like, you know, all that stuff yeah. like Snoop Dogg does and like Marshawn Lynch is doing all this crazy stuff, just living her life. You know, you love to see it. I'm I'm jealous. I know that. Yeah, we just love, and I love their family in general. Um, mm. Tiana's super talented. Junie going to be a star. I know the, the youngest baby already is talking. Like, it's just, ugh, I love their whole family, and I'm just happy to see that Iman isn't, you know, just settling for basketball. He's a, well, and I feel like there's also the stigma, like, if you're a basketball player, if you have this look, you can't dance, do ballroom. Like, no, express yourself in whatever form of where you want to. It's okay. I think I saw that he had, like, the highest, didn't he have like the highest score? It was the highest score. score. Like they got time. a perfect score. Yeah. yeah. Next on pop culture, a record label was not paying their artists. So I know maybe Cole been talking about it. And I feel like we have we had this conversation in general. Like record labels don't be giving their artists the money that they deserve. It's just been a thing. I mean, like I know Chance, I'm a huge Chance rapper fan. I know he just never signed to no label because what's the benefit you get? You get in from it, so. 
like they're literally just there like especially when you first start out to like kind of give you like that platform give get you that music out there you know that promotion but like after that kind of once you get big they kind of become less and less useful and really like you suck you dry for your money and leave you with you know pennies if not nothing so capitalism at its finest Mm yeah capitalism at its finest but on to Drake in his 35th birthday party I just been again loving watching celebrities celebrate with each other. I don't know why it's like ugh, I wish I was there, or you know, y'all are living a life that I could only dream of. Um, but it, I don't know. I'm, Drake, I always thought Drake was older. To be honest, he gives me older energy. Like Drake gives like forty five. Don't look it, but he gives me older than thirty five. I don't know why. It was that way too sexy video, huh? When he was on the probably. Beach. That's, Probably that's like Drake gets real uncle vibes, low key. He's been giving them for lately. Like Drake, now you know you need to stop. <laughs> yeah, they definitely been making fun of him lately more than usual. You know, like his like Drake BBL and just making yeah. fun of him, like how he does, you know, how he does everything. But you know, definitely happy birthday to him, and you know all all his success he's had, mm-hmm. you know, through his whole you know catalog and just life as it is. So happy birthday to him, living it up. Happy birthday, Drake. Also happy birthday to Sierra um she Sierra is just stunning and she has a stunning man beside her Russell Wilson who gifted her an amazing gift I know what what did he do he did something with like watching the crown he gifted her like a screening of the crown at um you know in Seattle like the space needle the super tall you know building that's like super iconic there so you know that's definitely um you know something that not everybody does and yeah. then people might be saying, oh, you know, is he a simp or just a real man? I think I think that's something a real man does. You know, when you get, when you got money like that. OK, you got to have money like that for sure. Listen, there's not any dude out, off the street. Mm-hmm. Not every dude out here saying someone needs to, needs to rent out a whole stadium for you to, to watch your favorite show. Not everybody got it like that. That's like the Birkin conversation. Please know your tax bracket. Like not everybody has the money for that. Let's be realistic. But I don't think that. Russell's a simp. He just, he loves his woman and he gonna show her that he loves her. Like, what's wrong with that? So. You know what? Once I get to that bracket, I'll do that. Yeah. Once we, because we, we get into that bracket. There's no way we're not. We're working There's no that. if. No question about it. We're going to get there. And on topic of love, like, I just love seeing Black love. We truly love to see it. Party and Meg celebrate their anniversary. And Party created this adorable anniversary video that had me weeping. I felt like I've been in the part of their relationship since they started. And I was like, wow, this is adorable. This is cute. Love to see Black love. And healthy Black love as well. I feel like we're kind of in this, like, Black love revolution. I don't know if it's me going to HBCU or just kind of just having a whole bunch of Black people around me. But I know, like, you know, everybody's, you know, all about it when we see it. So let's definitely, you know, continue this trend and keep it going. Yes. The trend of Black love needs to stay consistent. Mm-hmm. Also on the topic of Meg, she is graduating from TSU this fall. And I personally just want to give out a huge congrats to Megan Stallion because that's inspirational. If you know the kind of year in past years Meg has had, for her to still be graduating, to make sure that she's still getting her degree, to still turn in the assignments on Blackboard on time. I, the way I would have dubbed school once I got my first Grammy, I would have announced on stage I was dropping out. <laughs> to see Meg go through it is so amazing and inspirational. And now I'm like, let me go ahead and get this degree, I guess. 
I guess. Yeah, it definitely makes me think, like, you know, what should I be doing? What can I do? Because I know if she got time for it, you know, I definitely got time for a little something on the side. But, yeah. you know, kind of speaking in the entertainment industry, I know a lot of times Black people often, you know, continue to call characters the name that are in the movie, but not their real name in real life. I know I've definitely done that before and definitely yeah. forgot a lot of people's names. But is there any iconic characters, you know, that you call by their their name in the movie, but not their name in real life? Chucky. I didn't even know there was a different movie title for that. I just, are you about to watch Chucky? I, I didn't know there was actual, like, a, a different title. It's always just been Chucky. Let me see. Who? I feel like I don't know because I know their name in the movie so mm-hmm. well that I actually just, like, don't even kind of know their name in real life. Mm. Okay. Like, do, you, do you feel that at all? Like, so, like, even, like, I know some people, they call Sister Sister. Tia Tamara. But like their names are Tia Tamara in the show. But they call it that because they're the main characters. So like whenever there's somebody so significant in the show, it's not even like for example, when Beyonce was playing um Lion King in Lion King Nala, people were calling it the Beyonce movie. It's not the Beyonce movie, it's lo- it's a Lion King remake. <laughs> like oh, yeah. Beyonce happens to be playing a character. But I didn't I, see it all the way around too. Yeah, I, I do think that sometimes we tend to rename things the way we want to rename it and forget what the mother gave it. Like, for example, Facebook being changed to Meta? No. Yeah, I saw a tweet and it said, your mama named you Facebook, I'm naming you Facebook. Like, huh. we're, we're keeping you to Facebook. What is Meta? What is that? Yeah, and I know you see, like, they do the same thing with Black Panther. Like, they look at a picture of Chadwick Boseman and be like, oh, that's Black Panther, not mm-hmm. Chadwick Boseman. And it's- yeah. Yeah, And I feel like there's definitely lucky a spot there where it's like you have to acknowledge, you know, this person as a person, you know, within their own life and not just, you know, within their, you know, Character. professional life. So, you know, definitely give them, you know, the respect in a way. At the same time, you know, acknowledging their compliments. Just just a little, just a little added. I feel that. Tyree, did you hear about the latest HBCU games? Yeah. I been knew about that. Two words. HBCU game day. Pause. Don't you mean three words? Um, okay. Per my Google search, it says that game day is a whole two words. If you're so good at Google searches, why don't you ever know anything about sports? Ooh, what's that, friend? Whether you say in two words or three, HBCU Game Day is your one-stop shop for all things black college sports. And now into athletics. Candace Parker wins the title for her new team, the Chicago Sky. And I'm pretty sure that was the biggest you know, championship they haven't had in a while. Adiola, once again, do you have any knowledge of this happening or any anything to add in? So don't play me because I did see that Obama was on a call with them congratulating okay. them because Obama's from Chicago. So um, I saw them celebrating. I saw pictures and I, it was nice. I feel like women, WNBA deserves a lot of like credit because they are really fine, like on and off the court. Like they be dressing and I need to see more of their outfits pop up on my social media feed because I see them on TikTok. Sometimes they have like a little like walkthrough of the fashion before the show. And I'm like, hold on, because the girls are stepping out and I need to see more of this. But I'm super happy that, you know, they're getting this recognition for their win. Yeah, for sure. And I definitely know, um, I think it was a, a month or so ago, I actually went to a Washington Mystics game. 
And I was like, the people were going nuts. Like these fans are like ride or dies. Like it was louder than I went to um, the NBA game. Like it was crazy, but you know, I definitely give them, um, you know, the kudos they deserve and definitely, you know, hopefully they keep continuing to grow their platform. And then in other basketball news, the Lakers and Nets kind of looking a little shaky this year. I definitely see a little bit of, um, you know, the NBA shaking up a little bit. Like I know, um, you know, the Bulls are doing nice this year. The Wizards are doing nice this year. You know, some of these teams that, you know, historically over the last few years, you know, haven't done so well, are definitely, you know, starting to take the top spot. And, and those teams, you know, that we previously thought, you know, would either be super good, or, you know, brought together, you know, kind of a lot of new pieces, you know, aren't aren't doing so hot. So, you know, we'll definitely continue to, you know, this is just the start of the season. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're just getting started and there might be some, you know, working some things out, but we'll definitely, you know, keep an eye to make sure these teams are still, you know, the top teams. But, you know, um, continuing in basketball, I know a lot of HBCU teams are starting to have, you know, their first games with, you know, some of their basketball teams. And I feel like, you know, I saw Howard Howard's team the other night and they're looking, they're looking pretty nice. Adiel, are you, you plan on coming to any games? If you give me a ticket, I'll, I'll go to a basketball game. If there ain't no okay. problem, I'll go ahead and say, yes, touchdown. Yes, we'd love to see it. <laughs> I'll be there supporting. It's like, I'm not, I'm not that not knowledgeable on sports. I, I know it's a bucket. I know what it is. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's always nice to see basketball, and I love supporting my school, and my brother plays basketball. Um, and so I'm just – I grew up, you know, watching him play and – um, basketball on TV. I'm just not really. I'm usually the person who listens to whoever's singing the national anthem first. Then I'm like, okay, I, I came for what I need to see. Yeah, and you know, HBCU games are definitely, you know, definitely have some little turn up moments. You know, all of a sudden, you know, a song comes on, everybody starts turning up. You know, swag, surf. You know, people get to doing that mm-hmm. at halftime. You know, sometimes even the bands come out. So you know, yeah, the bands. I'm here for the band and the dance. When you at an HBCU game, it's not just it's not just the basketball people paying attention to. You know. There'll be yeah. some there'll be some turnips there for sure. Yeah. So if you give me a ticket, I'll be there for sure. Got you, got you. Try my best. <laughs> and now into HBCU confessions. So let me let me look. Let me look through these real quick for this week. Okay. Okay. Mm. All right, all right. I think I got one. Um, my girl cheated on me with her plug, but she didn't think I knew. So I reported him and had him kicked off of campus. And now she's always sad. Should I start selling to make her happy? Wow. Petty levels I mean, have reached a whole new heights. Yeah, that's 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 pretty bogus. That's both, and I feel bad because I'm like, you don't keep them off of campus. Off of campus. He, How they gonna he definitely didn't wow. he definitely didn't make it make it go that far. But also, like, he definitely could have just handled it a different way. Like, he just went straight for, like, the most, you know, like, low, low, Yeah, that low was a low, low. And for you to say, should I start selling now? I'm a, I'm a tell. I'm a tell on you. Who, I know these are anonymous. anonymous. Find me who this is. Because <laughs> I'm a tell. That is so... And, like, for him to think that, like, that would make her happy, I'm like, I don't even think that would help. I think that would just make stuff worse, actually, in, like, reality. But, you know. Yeah. You know, hey, like, as you usually go, you know, just do do what you're, do what you're going to do. You know, stay on your your crazy ball that's, you know, rolling uncontrollably down, 
you know, whatever HBCU hill it's, you know, rolling down. So. <laughs> Not rolling down with every crazy HBCU hill it is. You know what? Let's let's just go find another one because I think we deserve to hear some more tea. So let me go ahead and look. Let me, oh my Lord. Okay. So my boyfriend and I have been together for a few months now and I really care for him, but he's still hurt. And in my opinion, not over his ex. He's always bringing up how they were together for two years and his ex always denounced having children. But what hurt him is finding out or finding out said ex got with a new dude and in less than a year was ready to have his baby. I know I may be wrong trying to make up another woman, trying to make up for another woman's pain inflicted on him. But recently I just found out I'm pregnant. Oh, I'm so sorry. That, oh, okay. Much worse, I lied and told him that I was already on birth control. So how do I let him know without making the situation worse? Girl, the situation is already bad. The situation is already bad. So let's just cut to the chase, okay? Let, this sounds like an episode, the Tyler Perry um, show on BET. Sisters, is that what it's called? Something like that. This sounds like a Tyler Perry show. Tyler Perry, get your pen and paper. It's time to start writing because a university is going to have your next hit show. Um, yeah, this is this is a mess. Um, I think one. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, what you, you go. I was just saying I'm still trying to decipher this. So you go ahead. I think one, you're carrying someone's child who doesn't want to have a child. However, he was going to have a child with his ex but she couldn't have a child. So now he's having a child with someone who don't even want to really have a child with. And the person he wants to have a kid with can't have his kid. That's crazy. And I would be sad. I'm, I'm sad. This, this low key is painful. If I was in the other girl's position, I would be hurt. I would be. Because it's yeah. like, dang, like we were supposed to build a family together. Now you're building a family with somebody who you don't even really like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just sounds like there's going to be a lot of hurt feelings really by every person in every relationship, you know, that has to do anything with this, but I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. And I feel like there's not, My I feel like, is, I don't know. No, I'm, I'm just like, how old are y'all? Cause there's no way we're the same age. <laughs> there's yeah. no way because the kind of stress y'all going in your minds, like I don't deal with this kind of stress. Mm-mm. I don't. I'm focused on my school. And I think y'all should too. I think y'all should be focused on school too. Let's get them grades up, guys. Definitely. (sighs) And tune in every week to hear what your favorite HBCU students have to confess. Now y'all better get ready because next week we're going to start taking submissions. So, you know, if y'all got any dirt, heard any dirt, been in the dirt, been out the dirt, straight out the dirt. Get get it ready because we going to be putting them on live real quick. So. So be ready. Yes, get ready. We're excited to hear the tea. But now before we close out, we want to leave you all with a major key to success. Another one. This week we have prioritizing your goals. (sighs) Prioritizing your goals. Life can get hectic, right? And you can kind of forget what path and what goals and dreams you have set to accomplish. But you need to prioritize those goals because those goals are what drive you. They're the reasons why you're at the position you are right now. Like I know when I came to Howard, I told myself I have something to accomplish and I'm not going to leave school without accomplishing what it is that I wanted to accomplish. So in order to accomplish them, 
prioritize your goals. Set yourself on the track that's going to allow you to achieve what it is that you planned and set out to do. Yeah, for sure. I know a big thing I do is, um, you know, kind of when I'm just planning for goals and not only just like, you know, long-term long-term goals or short-term goals, just like daily goals, right? You're just getting, you know, the little stuff you need done today. Hey, you have a homework assignment, um, you know, in this class, you know, got to start studying for this class. Okay, I'll do that. But then also kind of like, you know, the bottom of, you know, your planner, wherever you take your notes, you know, just having those um, little things, you know, that you got to start doing to, you know, achieve some of your long-term goals. Like, hey, you know, um, you know, this week I got to start, you know, researching some internships. No need to, you know, necessarily apply yet, but, you know, just start, you know, looking around and see what you might be interested in. And then maybe, you know, the week after next, you know, that's when you, you know, kind of whittle down, you know, who specifically you want to apply to, maybe try to connect and reach out to some of those people. And then do that. And, you know, maybe down the road, you know, farther, that's, you know, you have all your interviews and then, hey, you might, you know, have a few people, you know, accept you and then you've got to kind of decide. So, you know, I definitely see, you know, kind of goals as an everyday thing and, you know, just trying to chip away at, um, you know, getting them done and trying to be, you know, try to get the best you can out of it. Yeah, exactly. It really is just (sighs) goals keep us going. And Mm -hmm. Sometimes you got to prioritize that. It's a reminder, you know, so it's, it's a constant reminder uh, that you're, you got something to do. So get to it. But and, we hope, you, oh. And I was just going to add, they're not necessarily going to Go ahead and add something. They're not necessarily going to be easy. You know, they they're aren't. not going to happen overnight. You know, you might get, you might get sidetracked. They might get postponed. They might even get canceled. But that doesn't mean to give up on some of your goals and dreams because you can always get back on track. And it mm-hmm. is never too late. Listen, y'all, this was this obviously was speaking directly to Kyrie's soul because he was like, and this, and that, and mm-hmm. da, da, da. So because of Kyrie's passion, write down three goals you have. Yeah. Write them down and drop them in the comments. Leave us a message on our Instagram. What are your goals? What are you prioritizing? And we will support you along your journey. But we hope you are able to apply this to your life. And make the daily routine to be the best person of you. Well, the time has come, folks. Yes, indeed. Make sure that you tune in next week for the culture. H-H-H-B-C. You, 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 you know. And we are out. Today.